Today is Friday, March 5th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Friday, warmer and partly cloudy. Highs 60 to 65, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 25 to 30, south winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, cooler and mostly cloudy. Highs 50 to 55. Southeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest 10 to 15 miles an hour in the afternoon. Saturday night, mostly cloudy in the evening, then clearing. Lows around 30, west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Sunday, breezy and partly cloudy in the morning, then becoming sunny. Highs 45 to 50, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Sunday night, partly cloudy, lows 25 to 30. Monday, mostly cloudy, highs around 45. Monday night and Tuesday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain and snow. Lows around 25, highs 40 to 45. Tuesday night through Wednesday night, partly cloudy, lows around 20. Highs 40 to 45. Thursday, partly cloudy, highs 35 to 40. With the replacements of drop structures 2 and 5 now in the rearview mirror, the St. Mary's Rehabilitation Working Group convened in Haver on Thursday morning to discuss necessary repairs to the diversion dam at the head of the canal. The working group discussed legislation, which will be introduced by Senator John Tester next week, that would authorize the federal government to appropriate up to $60 million to use for projects related to the diversion dam, and would change the cost-sharing agreement that places an overwhelming burden on local stakeholders by conducting an ability-to-pay study. At Thursday's meeting, the working group decided to get a head start on the ability-to-pay study before the legislation is introduced. This move was supported by Montana's entire congressional delegation, including Senator Steve Daines. All the arrows are pointing in the right direction. I mean, this is, this is one situation we have complete unity across Montana to get this done. And, and, and thanks for the best of income study. I think that's going to help us back here um, sell, sell legislation. The next working group meeting will take place in April, but a date and time have not yet been determined. During that meeting yesterday, the Bureau of Reclamation provided an update on the Fresno Safety of Dams project that is in its beginning stages. Steve Darlington of the Bureau of Reclamation says the rough estimate for the cost of this project is $65 million, 15% of which will have to be paid back by stakeholders. Design of the project is about 60% complete, and dirt is scheduled to begin moving in 2023, and construction will last three full seasons, although reservoir restrictions are not anticipated. Darlington said Reclamation is moving forward with the project no matter what, due to the potential risk of catastrophic flooding and loss of life in Haver and surrounding areas if the dam, which has seen cracking due to settlement, were to fail. Potential failure is extremely unlikely, but Darlington says it is currently about 1 in 5,000 chance per year, which places it below the 1 in 10,000 cutoff Reclamation uses when deciding whether projects are necessary. Public meetings will be held in the near future along the High Line this spring to inform local residents. We'll get you the details on those meetings as they are announced. For the first time in more than a year, Haver Public Schools adult community education classes are making a comeback. Community Education Coordinator Tiffany Olson says there are well over a dozen classes available this spring, including a few new options such as Google Applications. This is talking about all of the Google Applications, Classroom, Drive, Docs, Slides, Sheets. It's a really good one right now, especially if there's any parents out there who are struggling with the platform that some of the schools use. One class that will be making its debut after being unable to take place last spring is called Succulent Planner. You'll go down to downtown gardens and they'll 
help you put a succulent planter together. And they're also doing an outdoor planter down there as well. Some of the other available courses include beginning and advanced guitar, first-time homebuyers, and aqua exercise. Registration begins March 15th. Classes start on the 22nd. Anyone with questions can email communityed at bluepony.k12.com. A Haverman has pleaded not guilty to the felony charges of witness tampering in violation of a no-contact order. Anthony Dominic Harkins, 38, was arraigned Monday in Hill County District Court. According to court documents, Harkins was arrested by Haver Police on February 7th on suspicion of committing partner or family member assault. Harkins was sent to the Hill County Detention Center and served with a 72-hour no-contact order against the woman he allegedly assaulted. The next day, court records state that Harkins called the woman on the phone at least 18 times from prison, instructing her to tell Haver City Court Judge, Janie Hedstrom, or other authorities to dismiss the case. No future court dates have been set. Harkins is also facing the potential revocation of a one-year suspended sentence in a 2019 case. Harkins is denied violating the plea agreement, and an evidentiary hearing is set for March 15th. Now taking a look at local COVID-19 updates for today. Hill County reported three new COVID-19 cases and two recoveries yesterday. Total case count for Hill County, 1,917, 23 active, three hospitalized, 1,854 recoveries, 40 deaths. In Blaine County, they reported three new COVID-19 cases yesterday and one recovery. Total case count for Blaine, 730, 10 active, 696 recovered, 24 deaths. We have not received COVID updates in the last 24 hours from Phillips, Liberty, or Shoto counties, but we'll pass them along once they're provided. Turning to state news, We'll start, as always, with today's COVID-19 update from DPHHS, and today, Montana reported 192 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 100,656, active case count 1,736, active hospitalizations 67, death toll 1,379. Counties with the most new cases today, Gallatin 43, Flathead 26, Yellowstone 24, Butte-Silverbow 17, Lewis and Clark 15, Missoula 12. And taking a look at the vaccine dashboard from the state, total doses administered up to 290,689, with 105,977 Montanans fully immunized. This marks the first time the number of people fully immunized in the state is greater than the total number of reported infections. Three cases of a variant of COVID-19 first identified in the United Kingdom were detected in Gallatin County. Montana health officials said the cases, confirmed Wednesday, are the first of the more contagious variant in the state. The UK variant was identified in the fall and first detected in the U.S. in December. Over 2,500 cases of the variant have been confirmed in the U.S. According to DPHHS, the cases are not related to one another and none are linked to recent travel. Over 40 states have reported cases of the variant. A Darby man is charged with deliberate homicide for the shooting death of another man last week. The AP reports charges were filed Monday against 43-year-old Jamie Michael Conway in Justice Court in Ravalli County. Conway is charged with shooting 52-year-old Peter Van Vollis during a verbal argument last Friday. He made arrangements to surrender to authorities Sunday. Investigators say Conway reported the victim had a gun, but that no weapons were found on him or in the house. Attorney Sarah Gray says her client will claim self-defense. Conway has not entered a plea and remains jailed with a bail set at half a million dollars. 
Authorities say a man accused of fatally shooting a woman in front of her child on the Crow Indian Reservation in southern Montana has pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in the death of Lenita Goes Ahead. The AP reports 27-year-old Taylor Lee Plainbull was arrested in October after police accused him of forcing the woman's car off the road and into a ditch before shooting her. Plainbull accepted a plea deal and also pleaded guilty to use of a firearm during a crime of violence. He faces up to life in prison, a quarter-million-dollar fine, and five years of supervised release. Sentencing is scheduled for July. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $5.79. Spring wheat $5.55. Blaine County, winter wheat $5.69. Spring wheat $5.50. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.84. Spring wheat $5.55. Shoto County, winter wheat $5.79. Spring wheat $5.55. And Phillips County, winter wheat $5.64. Spring wheat $5.55. 545. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Helen Arlene Brown, 92, passed away on Thursday, February 25th due to natural causes at Northern Montana Care Center. A visitation was held yesterday evening at Holland and Bonine Funeral Chapel, and funeral services will begin at 1 p.m. tomorrow, Friday, March 5th, at 5th Avenue Christian Church, with Isla McClanahan officiating. Burial to follow in Calvary Cemetery. And that does it for your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Friday and a good weekend. Stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.